this month during the 32nd Southeast Asian Games held in Phnom Penh, Cambodia. Cambodian runner Bo Samnung was the last one left on the tracks for the women's 5,000 meter race. And suddenly, torrential rain began to pummel the almost empty stadium. And yet, the runner did not stop. She plodded alone around the stadium through the rainstorm and reached the finish line after running for 22 minutes and 54 seconds. In the moment she crossed the line, the crowd went wild and the videos of her running in the rain went viral with everyone praising her perseverance. It was raining heavily. She was last in the race by a big margin. She had every reason and right to give up. But she finished it anyway. Later, she said, I tried to reach the finish line because I wanted to show people that in life, even though we go a bit slow or fast, we will reach our destination all the same. So we should not give up. We should try our best. It's true. We don't need to get anywhere faster than anyone else. Even if a little slow, if we don't give up and reach the finish line, that's a race well raced. And now here we are, about to cross the finish line of the month of May. I'm Lena Park, and this is One Fine Day. Welcome to One Fine Day with Lena Park. We started today's show with Yuna and her song, Run. Isn't that the most fantastic story about the Cambodian runner? My gosh, how inspiring is that? And yes, we're crossing our own uh, finish line of sorts here. It is indeed the last day of May. And it was a very, very busy month for me. I just don't know where the month went. My album was released, I had concerts, I still have a few more cities to go, but as for the month of May 2023, um, I think I got all the boxes ticked off my to-do list. How about you guys? Have you had a good run this May? Tell me all about it as you tell me where you are and what you're doing right now as you're tuned into the last episode of One Fine Day for May 2023. Because, of course, our global roll call on YouTube is coming up in just a moment. Let me know which songs you'd like to hear on the show and share your sayander stories and anecdotes about anything and everything as well. Nothing is too trivial. Anything goes. Message me on Kong right on the various message boards on our website at world.kbs.co.kr or leave a comment on our latest posts on Instagram at KBS One Fine Day or on Facebook at facebook.com slash English KBS. 
If you are streaming us via YouTube at youtube.com slash KBS World Radio Service, you can leave messages there as well. Now, if you have a Korean phone number, you can text me at sharp 8150. It's 51 per SMS and 101 per MMS. In part two of the show, we have got our very own Kayo Top 10 of the Week. So do stick around for our mini trip back in time. But before all that, I'll be back with today's Where Are You on YouTube after one more song break. Let's listen to Seventeen and their latest, Sonogong Super. One fine day is coming to you live from Seoul, Korea. Hello, it is currently 5.21 p.m. as I speak. We have a very lovely day. I'm so glad I had errands to run today because I got to walk outside because it's warm. Yes, definitely pretty hot. But not like, ugh, it's hot. But wow, it's a warm day. A little bit of a breeze, so it just made it just pleasant, just so. And if you go in the shade, it's also a little refreshing. So yeah, it's kind of a nice day, so I'm digging it. Right now I'm talking to you, though, in a studio located on the fourth floor of the main KBS building in Yaido, Seoul. Where are you? Time now for our roll call. A chance for me to find out where in the world all my listeners are and what you're all up to right now, aside from listening to the radio, of course. Listener Yas says hello from Singapore, Lina Nim. Hello. Welcome to our show. Thank you so much for letting us know where you're tuning in from. Crystal M77 says, DJ Jonghyun Anni, Annyeonghaseyo. Why is it so hot and humid these days? I get sweaty just by moving a little bit. Right now, I'm having some papinsu and resting because I got sweaty after having lunch again. I'm worried how I'll handle the heat this summer. I guess I should eat better. I hope you'll eat healthy before your concerts too. It's a tennis day today, so I hope it won't be too hot. Okay, well I thought it was kind of a nice day, but apparently it's very humid and hot to others. Well, yes, I guess I have a different level of heat tolerance. <laughs> well, I hope that you don't overheat during t- um, tennis today because it is it's going to be hot if you're moving around like for tennis. So stay cool out there. Here I am, 0203 writes, Annyeonghaseyo, DJ Lena. It's the last day of May. The sun's out for the first time in a while and it's scorching hot as if to signal the beginning of summer. 오늘도 화이팅입니다. It's probably hotter down south, that's for sure. And yeah, I'm feeling it. Beginning of summer. I think it's official. Look at Louis says, 정연 언니 안녕. I took a day off work to see a musical I like for the first time in a while. Even the weather's so nice today. 
The energy I get from seeing performances or hearing songs I love is so amazing. It gives me the strength to enjoy my everyday life. Your songs included. Oh, how wonderful! How great that you're able to make a whole day out of it to go see a musical you like. It truly is cathartically healing feeling when you go see a musical that you love and the music that you love, seeing it performed live, that energy. There's just no replacement for it. Rush1423 writes, Hi, DJ Lena. The weather's so nice today. I've never been to California, but this is what I imagine California's weather to be like. Today, I had a fun tea time with my colleagues. Hope you have a yummy dinner after the show. Ooh, yes, I plan to have a yummy dinner, that's for sure. And yes, today I was walking around and um and here in Seoul anyway. It was like California weather. It truly is like that. Most of the time, sometimes hot. YS Angela 32 says, 언니, 안녕하세요. I'm normally crazy busy at the end of a month, but today I'm moderately relaxed because I finished all the important tasks with due dates. Hee <laughs> hee. Little, uh, kind of like a V for victory emoji there. Super cute. <laughs> I took a walk after a late lunch and it was nice and not too hot. It was so peaceful to walk on a nice path and see the blue sky, green trees, and flowers. Yeah, that's the day that I was uh, sort of enjoying as well. <laughs> Quite a nice day. Just, it's definitely like what a kid would draw if I told the kid to draw a nice day. <laughs> that was today. All right, moving on to song requests. We have a request from Beat Lee's. Who writes, 안녕하세요, 정연 언니. It was quite surprising to me this morning when I noticed that today's the last day of May. For me, there were many events in May, including your concert, and I didn't even recognize how time flies. It is somewhat bittersweet that precious time has passed so fast, and at the same time, there's summer ahead. Well, how was your May? Desperately waiting for summer holidays, I want to request Holiday by Suji. Oh, wow. It's almost sort of very in sync with what I was talking about in the opening about how your May was. My way was, was stressful. <laughs> it was stressful. I'm not going to lie. Um, every time it got closer to the concert day, I just felt more and more and more stress um, because I had just, you know, a big responsibility on my shoulders being the concert. But yes, I'm glad that the show is um, uh, kind of evolving well now less stress. Lee Seung Hyun 533 writes, Hello, DJ Lena. How are you today? Sadly, I caught a severe cold after hanging out with my friends in a school festival. I was so sick a couple of days ago. It's getting better now, but not 100% okay. But I think it's worth it because I really fully enjoyed the festival. Do you have any routine or some tips when you have a cold? I want to request Feel All Right by Chitin. Thank you. All right. Oh, so sorry to hear you got sick. Especially when, like, the weather is super nice. It's just, it feels like it's teasing you. Well, um, when I have a cold, the most important thing is fluids. Fluids. 
fluids, 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 just lots and lots of fluids, just lots of liquids, water, tea, soup, anything. You just got to flush your body and it really works. It doesn't feel pleasant. doesn't feel like medicine, but it really is. So stay hydrated. All right. Here are those two song requests. First up, Susie with Holiday featuring DPR Live, followed by Jitin and his song, Feel All Right. We just listened to Chitin with Feel All Right. And before that, it was Susie with Holiday featuring DPR Live. Feel a pill liked those songs. Says, Nice song. Thank you. Tepe Wern, um, in response to my question that I opened up for everyone at the start of the show about May. May was a really fun month for me. Attending Lena's Soul concert was the highlight. Spending time with my OFD buddies was amazing too. Wonderful, wonderful. And Alicia Y writes, Had such a great time with my OFD friends yesterday. They were on a Feed Alicia mission because I was so busy during my first few days in Korea that I ended up eating kimbap for dinner three days in a row at around 2 a.m. Oh my, that makes me so sad. The catch was that none of them are from Seoul. So we had pockets of time where everyone would stand quietly in a circle for a good 10 minutes, diligently searching for midersuin and food places, <laughs> some trustworthy food spots on their phone. It's true. I had to. I have to admit, I'm spending at least 10 minutes doing that on my phone to look for places to eat as well. But Alicia says, I had to remind them, Chega. I'm a foreigner. Everything will taste good. Well, thanks to them, I tried kogi pokum stir fry, sogogi tenjang bibimguksu yum, dadokui komak bibimbap yum yum, and then we had two dinners, maratang and marashangwa, followed by chimek for icha. I also tried yat for the first time, thanks to J.S. Lee, who cheekily told me to eat yat. <laughs> so grateful to this group of friends who took the day off and traveled from Suwon and Daegu to spend the day with me. Was really touched when they took injung shots of them drinking the coffee I gave them to start the day, too. Oh, wow. It was lovely to meet you in person. Definitely so. And I'm so glad it looked like you guys were really having a fun little, I don't know, kind of a field trip kind of day. Um, not only were you visiting Seoul and kind of running around, but it was a, it was kind of a trip for them too. They came from so far to meet you and that's, uh, you're feeling the love, the Kong family love there. Well, I hope that they found some good places for dinner, and I'm again sorry that I just could not think of anything off the top of my head, but I trust that their um, phone savviness is actually way, 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 way better than my phone savviness, and they probably found a fantastic place for you. Well, enjoy the rest of your trip. Yubiniko writes, Lina Anni Annyeonghaseyo. The concert in Busan was so fantastic, as expected. I sat in the first row on Saturday, and now I know why everyone wants to sit there so much. I was so focused all through the concert that I was in a daze. On Sunday, 
It was even more meaningful because I was able to go with our friend Alicia, and I felt proud to have played a bit of the role of the bridge. Ha ha ha. Even though it's a national tour and the basic structure of the concerts may be quite similar, but depending on where I sit, who I'm there with, and what's on my mind, every concert seems to be remembered as completely different concerts. Thank you so much for making me such an amazing memory of May. Oh, that's so wonderful. Well, thank you so much for coming to both days. Yes, it's true. No matter how time, how many times I've seen a, a movie or a show or performance, it truly does change with every, I don't know, every day. Every day is different. Um, sometimes who are you with makes it different as well. I agree. This is definitely a universal thing. That's, uh, I guess, the endearing charisma of art in general, that it's the same and yet never the same. Listener, I'm Kelly writes, as the month of May is coming to an end, it seems to me that spring is truly over. And it brings about a bit of a sentimental feeling. Additionally, I feel quite rushed. So weird. I'm always excited for summer, but I don't know why I find myself unexpectedly saddened by the end of spring. I was out for a walk during my lunch break to be exposed to nice, warm sunshine, and this gentle weather provided me with great comfort. Yes, it truly was. Uh, almost a perfect day. Just truly, truly perfect. For me, it would have been perfect. Almost perfect because, you know, I'm working. <laughs> It'd be perfect if I was able to, I don't know, take a walk somewhere or hang out in the Riverside Park. I see so many people picnicking there. As I drive by, the park on my way to work as for most of us right well any little walk that we can take in our lunch break or late afternoon breaks hey it's better than nothing well it's lovely mm-hmm Mizan Rahman 23857 writes uh, in a song request. Wonderful. We'll listen to this request for our next song break. It is Sahyun with Don't Say No. You're listening to One Fine Day with Lena Park on KBS World Radio. Sally Jungbin writes, 안녕하세요. You're already celebrating the 25th anniversary of your debut, but I've just recently fallen for you. Thanks to you, I bought this thing called an album for the first time in my life. I really wanted to go to your concert too, but you, you. Every time I listen to your song, my heart feels like it's welling up. I'm also listening to the radio show one by one via podcast. Even now, I'm working while listening to the radio. Well, thank you for doing radio. Oh, well, hello and welcome. And yes, thank you so much for buying my album. I'm so glad that is, it is being a nice companion for you these for your days. A nice soundtrack um, for uh, this year. <laughs> and uh, thank you so much for your very very wonderful comments. Hope you keep on tuning in and thanks for uh, tuning into the podcast as well. Jisoo Kim 0801 writes, Hi Nuna, we played through the night yesterday so I'm feeling a little tired but it's already hump day 
And I really enjoyed your appearance on Pishik Show. I kind of like to listen to you talking freely without the risk of being censored. It was like a guilty pleasure for me to listen to some parts of the show again and again. I think you should go more viral on YouTube with this kind of talk show. It was super hilarious. And I think I'm going to think more positively like you. Oh, I'm so glad you enjoyed uh, the uh, show. I'm hearing a lot of comments from lots of people. I'm actually getting messages and texts from people I haven't heard from in a while because of this show. Uh, It's kind of cool. Basically, though, it made me feel a little old because, like, friends are texting me, Hi, my daughter showed me this thing she likes on YouTube and you were on it. (laughs) Yay, age. Ray Liu R says, Nuna, annyeonghaseyo. I tried tuning in through YouTube Live, but I don't know if I'm doing it wrong. I'm only hearing DJ Brian from KPC on air now. Anyway, I'm so glad you got my message about Inertia a few weeks back. These days, I've been listening to one song a lot. I don't know if you've ever worked with Baek Jiyong before, but her duet with Ong song is a work of art. May I request their duet, 아무런 말들도 please. 감사합니다, 누나랑 PD님도. Oh, wonderful. Great Korean there. Um, wow, yes, I actually am very familiar with this song. I remember we introduced it on one of our segments way, way back when it was first released. Um, I actually had a friend working with Ung Song at the time, and she was talking about the experience because she was high school friends with Jiang. And so, yeah, this song is uh, great, and I love she is my chingu. Uh, we're not friends. She just is the same age as me, and that's what Koreans say chingu is. <laughs> but in any case, it is a beautiful, beautiful duet, and we haven't heard it in quite a while, so thank you so much for your request. We'll listen to it now for our next song break. Here is Baekjiang and Ung Songu with 아무런 말들도 didn't say anything. 아무 대답도 아무 약속도 듣지 못했는데 They're different but not entirely. Two different songs from two different parts of the world. It's like they belong to a parallel universe. It's time to listen to a couple of songs that are seemingly nothing alike, but actually somewhat similar in one way or another upon closer inspection. One K-pop track and one non-K-pop track, it's Parallel Universe. Today, we'll listen to a couple of songs that asks us not to forget them. First, we'll listen to the K-pop song, 나를 잊지 말아요, Don't Forget Me, by Mungni. This four-piece co-ed band has been known for their sentimental but sophisticated modern rock music. The Korean word mungni means to be cross and greedy or covetous. They reportedly chose the name because they want to be greedy or ambitious when it comes to music, even if it makes them a little cross. Their song, 나를 잊지 말아요, Don't Forget Me was released as a single in 2017. 
It's a post-breakup rock ballad number that starts like this. Dear, for what reason did you look at me? You are so special that you are a song to me. Dear, don't forget me. Don't forget my sound. Because we were so precious, let us dream. All right. Yes, that's what we all really want, not to be forgotten. As for our non-K-pop song, we'll listen to Don't Forget About Me by German-American singer-songwriter Chris James. Born in California and raised in Western Germany, Chris James was reportedly wanted to become a musician ever since he was a teenager, but did not know his dreams would come true so quickly. By 2020, he became famous, especially in Asia and in Europe, as a co-writer of the hit BTS song, Life Goes On. His song, Don't Forget About Me, was part of his 2021 album entitled The Art of Overthinking. It's another post-breakup song with lyrics like this. Can't remember the person I was when you moved on. Am I the same? I sometimes imagine what it would be like if you were still part of my tangled up life. I'm sure it'd be cool. Don't you forget about me. Please know it's okay to leave. Weird how hard it can be to realize it's me you don't need. Yes, ah, so the reality of it is kicking in for both of these protagonists. Let's listen to these two songs right now. Naru Itimarayo, Don't Forget Me by Mungni, and then Don't Forget About Me by Chris James. That was Chris James with Don't Forget About Me. And before that, Mungni with Naru Itti Marayo. Don't forget me. Don't forget these poor souls. Those were the parallel universe songs of the day. Now stay with us because coming up in part two is OFD's version of Kyo Top Ten. But for now, I'll wrap up part one of the show with Tatsarang Amor by Pega. Welcome to part two of One Fine Day with Lena Park. In a moment, we'll be hopping on a time machine, traveling back in time to listen to some good old Kayo. For our Wednesday segment, Kayo Top Ten, I'll be right back with Liz. After this song break, here is Honey Dong with Uri Tom the day we first met. <laughs> Y'all ready for this? Once upon a time, there were days when K-pop was simply known as Kayo. Back in those days, 
every Wednesday evening, every Korean music fan tuned into KBS2 TV to watch their favorite singers perform on the legendary music chart program dubbed the Kyo Top 10. It's not Throwback Thursday or Flashback Friday. It is Way Back When Wednesday. We're going to take a trip back in time to listen to some old school K-pop music, also known as Kayo. And joining me in the studio to guide us through this trip is our very own OFD staff writer, Liz. Hello. Hi, Liz. How are you? Doing good. How are you? Pretty good. <laughs> it's not a, oh, pretty good, but... Pretty good. <laughs> Pretty good. I thought that was that kind of sounded like Jennifer Coolidge. Oh, yeah. Just yep. a little bit. Ooh. I guess I'm good. You gotta purse your lips a little more. I guess I'm good. <laughs> I'm pursing my lips behind my mouth. Um, in any case, uh, I just think it's a lovely day. It is gorgeous. I'm so outside. glad that I got. To, I had to run errands. Oh, I. You just reminded me. I yeah. took a picture just outside the building before oh, yeah. ca- coming in here mm-hmm. and I completely forgot to post it. Oh! <laughs> I'll do that later. Maybe we can, yeah, we'll, you'll, you can post it later. Later. And then yeah. we'll like it. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> so hurry up and post it so we can like it. Okay! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, it's nice. It's a nice, um, it's a nice day mm-hmm. and it was a little shocking for me as well to realize it was the last day of May. It's, it just doesn't feel, it's weird because... To me, the weather feels a little too summery to be May. True. But at the same time, it feels a little too early to be the end of May. True. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's my brain is having a hard time catching up with everything that's going on, be it time or weather. I think it's all of us. Okay, good uh, to know. All of us here in Korea, mm. we're just really confused by the weather. Yeah. Our semantics are totally off. Mm-hmm. And, you know, all the tried and true knowledge that we rely the on. Traditional seasonal divisions. Sure. Just kind of out the window right yeah. now. Well, although, I mean, I think for the next couple of months at the very least, I mm-hmm. think uh, the seasonal divisions are likely to be spot on again because, yeah. you know, it's going to mm-hmm. get hot. It is. It's going to get <laughs> hot. And it's just, it's for me, even though it's a, such a nice day, mm-hmm. there's this low level of anxiety. Why? Because I'm thinking, for how long? <laughs> oh. Right. Well, I, I don't know, know why. It, I, I mean, I, I get it, but at the same time, I mean, it's summer. That's true. It's supposed to it's be coming. hot. Yeah. I... It was just, it's just gotten so hot that mm. I've, I have to turn the AC on in our house because it's just weird because so I've yet to. Oh, it's, it was just, I mean, it's like 29, 30 degrees in our house. So I just couldn't do it. It's been around 28, 29 degrees in my room mm-hmm. too, but mm-hmm. I just use a fan and the web, the air quality has been so fantastic. Right. So I just, you know, keep the window open. Yeah. For my bedroom, mm. the window suffices. That's mm-hmm. totally fine. But like in general for the house, mm-hmm. it's just, we have a lot of windows. So right. it's, I think it's just a ah, little bit capturing yeah, yeah. a little more of the heat. Right. So we've been blasting it a little bit mm. just to kind of get the air moving, if yeah. nothing else. And, it, you know, it supplement with a fan. a little stale. Yeah. So, yeah. But yeah. I was feeling it and I'm like, okay, I think I should put away my winter sweaters. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You're not the only one. 
<laughs> Thank God. Yeah. I've just been too busy. and But I literally have, like, nothing to wear. And so yesterday, until 2 a.m. Mm. in the morning, I was steaming and ste- <laughs> steaming and, and ironing um, very wrinkled clothes, uh, summer clothes. <laughs> and I had piles and piles of wool sweaters uh. on my bed. Wool, cashmere. <laughs> it's just, well, just touching them made me feel hot. Yeah, I know what you mean because I have a couple of piles that need to go to the dry cleaners, like yeah. sitting in front of my room it's door pile. too. But mm-hmm. yeah, but like, it's just they've been sitting there They're for so long. I can't imagine that it, it's I it it doesn't really register in my uh, line of sight anymore. It's even, part of my room even now. during the month. Didn't you have to actually pull from that dry cleaning pile once because it got super cold? I ha- I did. I didn't. I, I did. actually no. Once I. I'm like, whoops, never mind. Pile. No, once I set the pile, it was either, you know, I have another pile for my cardigan. So, like, you know, th- <laughs> right. those those suffice. But, um, uh, yeah. yeah, like, now that you remind me, yeah. tomorrow I'm going to yes. go to the dry cleaner. I just, I mean, yesterday I officially wore the lat because I have an emergency stash mm-hmm. of transition clothes. Mm. Some shorts, a few short sleeves, mm-hmm. stuff for, you know, to give me time to transition. Ah. They're already hanging. Uh-huh. They're ready to go. I do the same for winter clothes. And I, I wore the last thing. <laughs> I'm like, that's it. See, I usually so. just keep all my summer stuff, aside from, like, the vacation clothes. Right. Like, things that the I can't wear. wear. Yeah, the things I can't wear Swimwear. in the city of Seoul. Sure. Uh, aside from those in <laughs> one box, yeah. all my summer clothes are out all year round because oh, I so need nice. them all year round. That's true. You do need them all year yeah, round. Yeah, so. Uh, yeah, I just, I, I don't, I just, I, I live in sweaters <laughs> for months and then, yes. I don't know mm. where any of my short sleeve shirts are, so yeah, they're always they're always there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yes, lots of people are kind of talking about the weather, the transition, the mm. feeling like summer, sad to say goodbye to spring. Mm. Um, but we're going to shift gears because it is Kyo Top Ten. That's right. And we're going back in time, not talking about now, but talking about then. Yes, and uh, today I did something a little different because mm. this is usually how uh, Stella. And I used to choose songs mostly. Uh-huh. Yeah. But what happened was um, I was looking through some of the charts mm-hmm. and found one song from the chart of, I believe it was 1993, 91 rather. Okay. Um, and I noticed the song by a very famous singer that I'd never heard before. Oh. And it happened to be called, uh, it happened to have the word tum, tum. the first time mm-hmm. in the title. Mm-hmm. And that got me thinking. I was like, okay, so this is going to be my first time hearing this song with the word first in it mm-hmm. by this artist that I know so well right. uh, or who I thought I know so well but right. anyway mm-hmm. um, and uh, yeah I decided to look for some other songs by famous people that I hadn't heard before mm-hmm. um, but that turned out harder so <laughs> I just instead focused on the word first tum oh. and uh, look for some songs with the word tum in their titles nice. throughout the years Oh, so now we have a nice little spread. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to be kind of uh, time traveling. We're going to be time hopping a little bit yeah, today. Yeah, I believe from 1983 through 95. Nice. Initially, I thought about putting them in the order of narrative. Mm-hmm. I'll get to that in just a little bit in terms of the lyrics mm-hmm. to make, like, you know, another kind of story. Kind a nice little story. Uh, but it didn't really work out that okay. way, so I just took the uh, chronological order instead. Oh, so we're going to start good. at 
the first song I have for you mm-hmm. for this list of firsts for is, the first. yeah, is actually from 1983. Wow. It's a song called 처음 본 순간, The Moment I First Saw You by Song Golme. Wow, that's mm-hmm. going to be cool listening to Song Golme. And it's going to be sonically cool because we're going to travel through the ears mm-hmm. um, from the past into the into the future what? of the past. Yeah, of the past. <laughs> yeah I heard that in, yeah. in, in my Feature head. Of the past. Didn't or, come yeah. out right. Um, but yes, we're starting at 1983, so mm-hmm. we're going way, ways back. Yeah, and uh, mm-hmm. when I first saw the title yeah. of this song, I <laughs> thought this was my first time hearing the song too, but yeah. nope. Nope, I've heard it before. Uh-huh. I just didn't know the title. That might happen for a lot of our listeners yes, as well. Yes, I think so. Mm-hmm. It's a, I think it's a very, um, I don't know if it's a famous, famous song, but mm-hmm. it is one of their better known songs, I believe. Um, as I mentioned, it was uh, it was released in 1983 as a part of their third album. Uh, so um, I don't know if you remember me talking about this long, long time ago, but uh, so they debuted in, or they they were formed in 1978, mm-hmm. um, and then they competed in a college music competition program, but didn't, I, hmm, they, I don't think they won. Mm-hmm. They so just that competed. Was, I, I just remember that, uh, that being the same year, Sim Subong competed, and, you know, it's uh, just, it was like the battle of stars, right. or who later became stars anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they released their first album in 1979, but it was it was a bit of a flop, mm-hmm. um, even though, um, you know, it was a very hot lineup. But uh, it, they came up with a better, even better lineup mm-hmm. for the second album, mm-hmm. and uh, released their second album in 1981, and just kind of road history yeah, with just... the song which was like yeah. a funk rock slash disco number that still uh, sounds really fresh today. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, they just kind of carry that on through the third album. So mm-hmm. the third album, I believe a lot of critics have called it like a continuation of their second album. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it just kind of highlighted their style at the time. Yeah. And uh, this song, too, is quite funky. Mm. And uh, it was, uh, I believe, one of the title tracks on the album, uh, the third album, released in 1983. Now, unfortunately, this was the last album that Changmo uh, stuck on as the lead vocalist of the group because right. after this album, he was getting so many love calls from other um, producers to become a solo to artist. Go solo, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, later on, Petersu, who, who was the leader of the man, mm-hmm. uh, told an interview that he was so sad to let him go. He tried to stop Changmo from leaving the band at mm-hmm. first, but then. He also thought the reality of band scene at the time yeah. uh, made it feel like Ku Changmo's voice was getting wasted. Oh, yeah. So he had to let him go, and mm-hmm. they stayed. Well, they they are friends now. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Long story short, they're still they're still friends. They're still friends. Yeah. And uh, this was the album. Apparently, I didn't know this before, but I was really surprised to find that this was uh, Song Gourmet album where Ku Changmo kind of spread his wings you know, pun intended, uh, because Song <laughs> Gourmet is a bird. Anyway, um, uh, as a songwriter as well. So this was a song that Ku Changmo wrote and sang himself. Wow. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's, uh, I don't know if you could probably guess from the title of the song, but it's a song about love at first sight. Love at first sight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's so poetic mm-hmm. and 
I, uh, I'm hesitant to use the word, but it sounds very naive oh. and like very pure, very okay. youthful, innocent. Mm-hmm. Because uh, the song starts with the lines, "The moment I first saw you." My heart floated up to the sky like a cloud. Oh, and that's pretty. Uh, yeah, the first day I met you, my heart was in full enjoyment. Mm-hmm. How could you be so pretty? No, <laughs> so cute. Yeah, and your smile. How could it be so gorgeous? Mm-hmm. And your your beautiful eyes. And tonight, just thinking of you. And I love this line. That's impossible to translate. Yeah, 까만 밤을 하얗게 지새웠네. Oh. It's like, so black night, there's the black night, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, not like uh, night, but night. Right. <laughs> Nighttime night. Nighttime night. Um, <laughs> and there's this expression in Korean where we say, <laughs> as in like, we, we, I stayed up all night. Yes. And it turned white. <laughs> It, it it just means like it's like a, in a in a in a flash or in a blaze. No? I guess. I now that you mention it, I don't really know what it. I, I feel means. like you know. I feel like I don't know what it means either. I'm just theorizing. <laughs> no, but like we also say <laughs> when we were like beat and so tired, right? After doing something so vigorously, like wiped out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but then when I think about it in an English <laughs> sense, it's <laughs> like. Drawing a blank, my head goes white, my brain goes white. Right, right. Drawing so, a blank. Yeah. yeah. But, but uh, yeah, it's just this expression that's sort of, the word is literally means white, mm-hmm. but it sort of uses in like an emphatic, emphasizing attitude, yeah, right? Like, like it's very intensive. Right, right. Yeah. I stayed up very intensively. Yeah, in a blaze. Yeah, yeah. it's just like, oh. Yeah, but and they use the nice little black and white kind of juxtaposition. Yeah, there. and it sounds so really poetic nice. and pretty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But uh, the reason I said this song sounds so naive and youthful is because that's all there is to it. That's all the lyrics. Ah, he just repeats that twice. Okay, and you know, I I know that's what they used to do with lyrics at the time. Yeah, they yeah. just write it short and just repeat it the second time. Yeah. But or most of the case anyway. Mm-hmm. But um, in this case, it kind of feels like an emphasis. Oh, I like that. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. like, I'm going to say it one more time because this is exactly how I felt and there's right. no other way to put it. Oh, I love You're that. You're so pretty. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm in love. <laughs> oh, that is a very sweet. And I mm-hmm. do like that, that, you know, more than it being a repetition, that it's more of an emphasis. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's so cool. Also, musically, uh, the, <laughs> the song includes my personal favorite percussive instrument, the cowbell. Oh, lovely. <laughs> the return of the cowbell. That's we right. haven't heard it in a while, Mm-mm. so welcome back, cowbell. <laughs> All right, let's take a listen here. Songolme with Tombun Sungan, The Moment I First Saw You. And you know what? The cowbell was so subtle mm. and and tastefully done. Yeah. and uh, not, No, no overkill cowbell. Kim Ji-soo mentioned it sounds so sophisticated. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's right? And, yes. Um, They're so tight as a band. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. And Jung uh, Sung-ha mentioned um, Petrosu, his hair is white. <laughs> <laughs> his hair has gone white. Yeah. His hair's been white for a while. That's true, too. And he pulls it off. He oh, in, he pulls it off. Yeah, I think he looks better with white. Like, um, I can't even imagine him otherwise anymore. 
Oh, that's true. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah. I mean, his hair was totally salt white. Salt and pepper when the... is what I was thinking about. Yes, yeah. salt and pepper. Mm-hmm. Um, his hair is more salt now than pepper <laughs> when I first met him. It was very salt and pepper. But he does. He pulls it off. He looks great. Especially rocking the stash mm. sometimes. I love that. I, I, this is so cheesy of me, but uh, I recently saw Kim Jong-un on stage, performing on stage on TV um, oh. for the first time in a very long oh, while. Wow, yeah. yeah, And his hair is all pastel, like crazy. Like it's yes. not just pink, but it's just all over pastel. Mm. Um, like a rainbow, pastel oh, rainbow. Oh, different colors. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and uh, just now when you said there's more salt than pepper, pepper I was yeah. like, oh, Kim Jong-un's hair is like Himalayan pepper. Or Himalayan <laughs> Spiel salt. Himalayan pink yeah. salt. <laughs> That's so funny. My head goes weird places. Oh, Kim Jong-un, I worry about his hair health. Well, I mean, it's short enough that he could probably... Like, as long as he doesn't bleach his roots. Because... Mm-hmm. Isn't it all bleach, though? No, but when all I bleach my hair, my yeah. uh, hairdresser usually just stays away from the roots. The roots, right, yeah. right, right. So hopefully his hairdresser is doing the same thing. there's some intense hair stuff. Apparently he's doing... A, I saw a poster hmm. or a banner on the highway mm-hmm. for Kim Jong-un. Apparently he's doing a concert oh, cool. called the Baekhwe Concert. He's doing it a hundred times? Yeah. And I was like... And then that just threw me on a huge train of thought that just went many, uh, many places from well, a concert doer's perspective like all the things that is so wrong with (laughs) (laughs) but didn't Imun say something similar not like a hundred times but he no but he just constantly toured small venues all throughout the city but I mean yeah yeah, it's just yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's just I think he he made that title Uh for the impact of wow you're Mm. you're so but I don't know it just I just uh, started picking apart and criticizing, <laughs> but I mean, cool on him. He's an ambitious, ambitious He's man. Very ambitious man. Mm-hmm. All right, we're moving along to our next first. That's right. So mm-hmm. from 처음 본 순간, we're gonna go to 처음 만난 날. So 우리 처음 만난 날, or the first day when we met by Kim Hyun-sik. This All song right. was released in 1988 mm-hmm. as a part of his fourth album. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I have to explain who he is. I know, he's such a legend here. He and is, you have yeah. talked to him about him, and we've mm-hmm. listened to him a few times on right. this segment. Yeah, um, he, well, in short, he was basically one of the biggest stars of the 80s. Yes. And also, he is often credited as the artist who brought the underground music to the overground. Oh, very good. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, yeah, he also had a flop of an album uh, with his debut solo album. He was a part of a band before that. Mm-hmm. Um, and his second album was the famous, very mm-hmm. famous 사랑했어요. So that just kind of, you know, catapulted him to stardom. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah, once again, uh, this song, uh, 처음, 우리 처음 was a part of his fourth album released in 1988. And uh, this album as a whole, uh, what I found a description for it uh, by uh, one of the one of the people who worked on the album too. Mm-hmm. Um, so arranger, Song mm-hmm. Hongsap uh, later uh, described the album as one that kind of uh, veered away from uh, Kim Hyun-sik's older rock slash blues music uh-huh. and uh, veered uh, closer to standard pop. Oh, okay. Not standard pop as in standard pop, like, um, you know, the American standard pop, mm-hmm. but more like um, 
uh, moving a little bit more mainstream, yeah, like popular music, pop. right, right, exactly. Mm-hmm. And um, he also Song Hong Sub also said that it's it's the the album sounds more professional oh. because it. It's less rough mm. from Kim Hyun-sik's older stuff, yeah. um, and his vocal skills were at its peak. Wow! And mm-hmm. I think this uh, comment must have been made in like years later. I'm sure, thinking because sure. from fifth album and on, um, <laughs> we hear Kim Hyun-sik's voice as the voice that I recognize. It's actually a deteriorated yes, version because of his earlier voice. of his health conditions. Mm-hmm. But so basically what's happened here with the fourth album is this was the last album he released in full good health. Right. Yeah, so this is yeah. the last album we get to hear his voice at its literal peak. At his literal peak. Mm-hmm. Wow. And, uh, yeah, this is a pop ballad number. Mm -hmm. And um, it's a very, um, uh, again, a voice that I don't necessarily associate with With Kim Kim Hyun-sik very much. uh, Because I grew up listening to his fifth album and on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, uh, well, fifth, I believe his fifth album was his last. But anyway. Mm -hmm. um, And uh, lyrically, too, it's, you know, more positive. Yeah, and it was written and composed by Kim Hyun-sik himself, and mm-hmm. it was included as the last track on his fourth album. And uh, yeah, like it, it starts with uh, the protagonist saying that the day when we first met, I didn't know we would love. It's kind of opposite from yeah, some exactly. Women. It's not love at first sight. Yeah, where they're like, oh, I saw you, and oh, you're so pretty, you're and so I fell in love, and- but. But yeah. yeah, it's all even kind of a little of a plot twist just in the first two lines of the song. Yeah, right? and uh, he goes says he goes on to say, um, "I just thought we were just gonna be passers by. Mm. You know, we were yeah. just gonna brush against each other right. and uh, never you know, see each other again. exactly." <laughs> Um, and I I know I said positive, but he goes also on to say that uh, the the day we first met. I didn't even think about breakups. Oh. But how could you? You didn't even sure. you know, know that you were going to fall in love, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, he um, goes on to say, uh, where can I find eternal love? Mm. Where can I find this uh, hot, hot heart? Mm-hmm. So, like, flaming heart, I guess, yes, if you will. Yes, it's very passionate yeah. heart. And, uh, yeah, it's, I think, more than anything, what um, surprised me, this is a song that I heard for the first time. <laughs> this is a song yeah. you heard for the first yeah. time. Yeah, and uh, uh, I was rather surprised. I don't know, every single time I hear a Kim Hyun-sik song from, like, his early works, mm-hmm. I'm surprised by how uh, much of a bisong he has. You know, it's it's, it's such, such a, a stark difference. I, when I first came to Korea mm-hmm. and I heard Kim Hyun Sik, I thought he he does no he has that yeah like this right like somewhere between Im Jae and Jeon Ing Won yeah, is one I'm yeah, used grassy, to hearing. Yes. But this one, this the, with this song, mm-hmm. I mean, there are lines where he lets out a husky a side, crowd, yeah, yeah. But mm-hmm. like overall, it's so pretty <laughs> and it is um, according to Captain uh, some of us we call him Captain mm. um, uh, according to Song Dae-jang uh, this was kind of the peak you can see him at the peak of his mm-hmm. um, 
beautiful voice. Yeah. And it's a nice way to remember that he did have like this, you know, really long trajectory in his short career. Mm. Let's listen. Kim Hyun-sik with 우리 처음 만난 날, the first day when we met. Uritom Mananal, um, beautiful song by Kim Hyun Sik. The first day when we met is the English title. Um, and Liz, you had a really good observation that she, you said, okay, I guess it was a little bluesy. Mm. And yes, it does. It really does retain his rock blues, mm-hmm. um, his, his roots. Shincheon blues roots. His Shincheon blues yeah. roots. Um, but he does a fantastic job of modernizing that yeah. and mainstreaming that. And this wasn't even the title track. It was, you know, it was the last track on the album, which oh. back in the 80s, I imagine, just meant, you know... Yeah, last song B-side. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> so, like, absolutely. Yeah. It's mm. interesting that, that his album ended with this, mm-hmm. right? And, you know, every artist, we... We all were, were always imagining how this album should begin. Yeah, I was end. wondering about that. Like when you when you choose your track list. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I get nowadays title tracks don't really go as number one. No, no, not it's anymore. It's somewhere hidden in there in the three or four yes, or somewhere yes, there. Yes, um, it doesn't have to be number one anymore. It was right. kind of an in- industry unspoken rule, mm-hmm. um, just to make it easier for broadcasters to yeah, play our songs. Yeah. But now that we don't. We're not constricted by that. Mm-hmm. We love to look at the full flow. Yeah. yeah. And Very important. The last track must be so important because it's the way you say goodbye. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Unless, yes. I mean, you know, we usually, when CD buyers, yes. we, we usually just keep it in the loop. Sure. But, oh, <laughs> yeah. that's nice. But, um, yeah, I just imagine, oh, speaking of CDs and mm-hmm. last tracks, mm-hmm. I re- recently read a tweet about how kids these days Mm -hmm. would not know the joy of finding the hidden track anymore. Oh, no. Right? It's kind of sad. No such thing as a hidden track. No. That is now officially obsolete. Aw. (laughs) Aw. Anyway. Anyways. I did find, I see a message that I really liked Mm -hmm. by listener K124339695, who -hmm. said, oh, the first two songs are, it's my first time hearing the first two songs. Wonderful. Yes. Mission Just accomplished. Mission accomplished. Yeah. That's fantastic. And the third song now is the reason I uh, decided on the on the playlist for today because it was the song by a very famous artist that I thought I knew very well yeah. that I'd never heard before. <laughs> <laughs> it's 처음 만날 때처럼 or Like When We First Met by Mr. Yoon Jung-shin. Yes. It was part of his first solo album released in 1991 in May, actually. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's this month. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it was produced by, not so surprisingly, by Mr. Chung Seok-won. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, it's kind of like a milestone because this was the first solo album released by a guest singer of Kong Ilobi. Oh, it is? Yeah. Huh. yeah. I was kind of surprised by that, too. Well, yeah, uh, that is a surprising nice little trivia mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. And uh, this was the title track of the first album. So it is his solo debut song. And that made me realize yes. that, you know, even though I thought I knew Yoon Jong-shin mm-hmm. very well, mm-hmm. 
there are more songs by him that I haven't heard than that I have, have because heard. he keeps churning them out. There, that's true. That's, he <laughs> does keep churning. He still churns them out yeah. every week, every month, every month. Um, but I only know that I only know about this song mm-hmm. because I know it is his debut song. Right. But I mean, we have to consider here, 1991. This he's in his 32nd year of being a professional recording artist, right? 1999. Oh. Right now? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. I was like, what? He's third. Yeah. Anyway. Yes. 32nd year mm-hmm. um, since he's debuted. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, his body of work is just... But, like, I was really surprised at my ignorance because... <laughs> because, like, oh, I never even really bothered to uh, kind of put things together to figure out what his debut song was. Because I, mean, I always, in my head, it's always been Tongbin Gori's song, which is a Kongirubi song. Which is not his song, uh-huh. yes. Uh, well, did this song do well? Yeah, apparently it did pretty well on okay. the radio, but okay. I wasn't a radio listener in 1991. Sure. I was, I was still very little. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, I, I had tapes, <laughs> yes. and I was listening to a lot of Little Mermaid, but <laughs> I was just on tape. Sounds about right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anywho, um, there was a, this song was written and composed by Yoon Jong-shin himself, and there was a line um, that was very Yoon Jong-shin. Yes. Because he said, uh, it, the song starts with the protagonist waking up and rubbing his eyes, Mm-hmm. and happily opening a letter by his significant other mm-hmm. and then just um, having his heart drop um, because uh, there were uh, written in the letter were annyeong um, or goodbye. goodbye and then he saw a drop of tear Oh, and then I, I was remembering I think it was one of your songs. Yeah. I was like, well, th- what, did he read your letter? <laughs> you know, because it, I think I was thinking of Which wasn't necessarily a letter. N- no. Yeah, but like, and then I was like, was it Kamani? No, that's an Ilgitang. That's a diary. But uh, oh, the yeah. image of a teardrop, teardrop in the letter. Right, a tear stain. Yeah. Mm. Um, but yeah, so. That does remind me of Numerbikushi a right? little bit. Yeah. 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 And, and then I was like, did he write that song's lyrics too? He and, did not. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I think it was uh, Kang Kang uh, Kangyong, I want to say. Yes, I yeah, think yeah, so. Yeah. I think so. Anywho, <laughs> but that's very on brand for Yoon Jung-shin, I was thinking. It is very on brand. Yeah. I'm just looking at the lyrics that mm-hmm. um, you included here on the script. and That's yes, all there is to it, actually. It's, it's still, it's, it, he's from the he had it from the very beginning. Yeah, is what I kept thinking. It's very interesting. It's just so illustrative. Yeah, it's so illustrative and, and he's looking at the letter, the mm-hmm. tear-stained, uh, wrinkled-up letter, mm-hmm. and uh, he's he's hoping it's a joke. Yes, which would have mm-hmm. been very cruel too. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and then the reason the song's title is "처음 or like when we first met, mm-hmm. is because the last line of the song is. Goodbye is not as easy as our first meeting. It's not like when we first met. And it's such a clever wordplay, too, because mm-hmm. he says, Annyeong is much harder now than the first Annyeong, mm. because Annyeong is both a hello and a goodbye. Ooh, Very right. good. Good yeah. stuff. Good stuff, man. <laughs> good, good job, oppa. <laughs> All right, let's listen to Yoon Jong-shin. Like when we first met. That's 처음 만날 때처럼 
Um, like, like when, when we, we first, first met, met mm-hmm. by Yoon Jong Shin, um, apparently a lot of people are in, like a few people are in disbelief that it's his voice. They're actually a little dubious that this is actually Yoon Jong Shin, and you know it's not so much his voice. But um, when I heard this song mm-hmm. way way back, when I think I was doing some research on him, mm. when I heard this song, I learned something interesting that he does not actually have his signature enunciation. enunciation. Yeah. Yet, well, that's an affect that he actually picked up later, or he formed later. But it's so cool though, because like now that's even... why he keeps it. Yeah, I thought that he couldn't help it, but <laughs> now I know that he can. Ah. and that's my little dirty little secret that I found out about <laughs> Yun Jongshin, right? <laughs> Giving me all that trouble by my pronunciation. <laughs> it's not. It's not even. I mean, when well, you hear Tong Bing Gori too, mm-hmm. he, it's the that's same. That's true. That's true. He yeah. does not actually mm-hmm. have that. Yoon Jong-shin's signature enunciation. Maybe maybe he was so hard on you because he changed it himself. Perhaps. Yes. Yeah, so I mean, it was, was good. Like, it was yeah. good that he, he did it. But mm-hmm. yes, that... Bing-soo-ya. <laughs> Pop Bing-soo. That that's actually an affect. Yeah. I mean, he's very smart. Very smart. because He, he knows the moneymakers. Because now people know exactly who it is when yeah. someone's singing on the radio. That's right. We all know it's Yoon Jong-shin. And he's also very... I imagine mm-hmm. uh, people who have the skills to impersonate yes. must be quite easy to do his enunciations. If you're and being impersonatable mm-hmm. is is a really good sign yeah. of a certain of level course. of success. So mm-hmm. yeah, kudos to him and mm-hmm. um, great writing on mm. that song and beautiful voice. Beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> so- so clear. Unrecognizable yeah, voice. Unrecognizable voice. All right, our next beautiful voice, another beautiful voice coming up here. Yeah, uh, this song I have known uh, from the get go, oh, yeah, from yeah. the first. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's Tom Gunakim Taram, or Like the First Feeling by <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Shin Sungwon. And yes, he still has a v- very beautiful very voice. Very beautiful voice. But this song mm-hmm. will take us back to 1993. This was a part of his third studio album, and this was the album that he transformed himself from not just a singer-songwriter, right. but a producer as ah. well. He was the executive producer uh, of his own album from this album and on. Nice. Um, and I found out uh, that this was an album that he wrote not for broadcasting promotions, but for concerts. Ah. I don't know what difference it makes. Oh, it makes a big difference. I imagine. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I can't pinpoint it. Um, you're, yeah, you're not trying to be radio friendly. You're not trying mm-hmm. to be airplay friendly, mm. which uh, really depends on hooks. Right. You want to do things that, I mean, just like the song we're going to listen to, mm-hmm. songs that give you a di- diversity of dynamics that you can use in your concerts. Mm. So if he's known for ballads, he mm-hmm. would have gone for much more dynamic songs, up-tempo right. songs, songs that you can sing along to uh-huh. you know these are man these can oh. be manufactured yeah, exactly <laughs> these can be manufactured to mm-hmm. a certain extent so yeah this was apparently one of the first or the very first dance track that he included on his albums and yep. I guess that's exactly why yeah and it was not written by himself but it was written by Chun Song of noise mm-hmm. and that explains why this song sounds more like a noise, noise song, song than a Shin Sung song <laughs> yeah. uh, and uh, after this album and on so after this song being the first dance song that Shin Sung recorded he's always um, somehow included a dance track uh, on his albums mm-hmm. or uh, I guess when you con- concert roster of course yes because he needs the up-tempo stuff Mm -hmm. yeah and now this is as i mentioned i've known this song um ever since it was released uh 
but it was one of those songs that I never really paid closer attention to the lyrics to because mm-hmm. I, I could sing along. I know the lyrics. Yeah, yeah. It just like automatically comes yeah, out of your body. Yeah, but I'm, I'm never really paid attention to the meanings of those syllables sure, that I was sure. singing along sure. to. And what I found out today uh, was that this is a very bad boyfriend. Oh, no. Because he starts off the song saying that, I didn't love you at first. <laughs> and, okay. And at, at, That's fair. Yeah, but <laughs> that, when I heard that, um, well, before I actually... Beca- uh, you know, began to nitpick the uh, lyrics. Mm-hmm. I just assumed it was like, oh, we weren't in love. We weren't dating at first. Oh, okay, right, you know, right. We right. were just friends. Is oh, how I took it. But that's not. No, he <laughs> just said I-, I wasn't in love with you at first, and mm-hmm. I just saw you as one of the friends mm-hmm. or like chingu처럼. You know. I see. Um, and then even then, I thought it was all right. Okay. Because <laughs> uh, still you know, okay. Yeah, and like I mean, people fall in love at different paces, sure. right? And uh, and then I was looking at the bigger picture mm-hmm. and remembered that the song ends with 처음 그 느낌처럼 the title, right? right? And th- so basically the song ends with I will understand, like I now understand what you went through mm-hmm. and I will understand everything for you 처음 그 느낌처럼 like the way we felt at first, right? Okay. And then I, uh, even then, I was like, okay, so he wants to, you know, go back to Chushim, like, mm-hmm. you know, go back to the beginning mm-hmm. and uh, start this relationship afresh or something, right. right? And then I remembered, he didn't love her at first. <laughs> and he's saying that, I'm going to go back to the first, when I didn't love you at first. So, I was like, this is a very bad boyfriend who's singing very happily. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> Me, I know I'm thinking a little too deep into this, and I'm just, I can almost bet money that he didn't think about that. Probably not. <laughs> no. He, another very good and accomplished lyricist, but I think he was going more for just the the fun, yeah. catchy, um, to fit into the melody. And, you know. and to this day, I mean, the song was released in 1990, so exactly 40 years ago. Right. And for 40 years, mm. it never occurred to me. <gasps> <laughs> oh, my. No, wait, 30 years. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. I just... I was like, wait, I, I didn't know yourself. this song. Yeah, I know. Um, uh, technically, starting tomorrow, aren't you a day young? Aren't you a year younger? Isn't everyone in Korea a year younger? Oh, my birthday is not here yet, er, so oh, yeah, um, I'm still the same. You're anyway. still the same. Oh well, we'll go back to that first feeling. Let's mm-hmm. listen. Shin Seung-gun, like the first feeling. with 처럼, I like the first feeling and you thought he was just all ballads nope, nope. no man no, of many he, talents he can do the mambo too absolutely alright we're gonna squeeze in one more song it's gonna be our last song of Kaio Top 10 right. and for the day and what a goodie it is yeah from one bad boyfriend we're gonna go to one bad girlfriend oh no yeah because we're gonna listen to 처음 느낌 그대로 or as the first impression that's the official English title okay. uh, it's a song by Izora off of her debut studio album released in 1995 mm-hmm. it was a double title along with oh. 난 행복해 which is another 
bad cute. girlfriend, yeah. <laughs> bad ex-girlfriend um, anthem there. Well, these I think they were both. Uh, wasn't they? Weren't they both penned by Isora, or was Nanimoke uh, penned by Kim Yeon-chul? Kim Yeon-chul wrote okay. the lyrics to that one, uh, mm-hmm. but Isora wrote the lyrics to this one, mm-hmm. uh, which the song was written by Kim Gwangjin. Oh, nice. Yes, so it was a very a wonderful song. combination. That's great um, combination. But like. This is a bad girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. What's going I mean, on? So, Tom Nakim Gudero, like, she is actually literally saying that I love you as I did the first time we met. Uh-huh. So, that's the good part. Right. But all throughout the song, she's saying that, oh, I'm sorry, I ignored you the other day. Oh. <laughs> and uh, I'm really scared that your love is dying or mm-hmm. cooling off. Mm-hmm. But and I know that you're getting tired of waiting. Mm-hmm. But you know that I'm colder the more I love you. Oh, I see it. Yes. She's, yeah, she's one of those girls, and yes. it's. I mean, <sighs> seriously. I mean, get yourself together. Aww. You know, and um, but she's confessing her love in this song. She's not because no. she's saying that. <laughs> The words that I can't get myself to say to you mm-hmm. is, I love you as I did the first time we, we fell in love. So she's just saying it to herself. Yeah. <laughs> and then when she breaks she up with feel- him, she's going to be like, I'm happy. I don't know how you are, but I'm happy. You know? <laughs> so I don't know why they decided to um, build this bad girlfriend character for this I don't solo know. artist. <laughs> I, I now I desperately want to ask right? Kim Yun-chae was that on purpose or I does or was it completely just by accident? I mean, it fits, but it does. Yeah. <laughs> and but it, I th- I thought it was also interesting <laughs> how this song sounds so sad. Yeah, you know yeah, it does. Um, it's so pretty, but bad. like. I guess it's sad because mm-hmm. the protagonist knows she's got a problem. Yes. <laughs> she can't yes. express her feelings she's, very well. Yes, she's she's uh she's dealing with a problem. At least she's admitting it. That's the first step. To herself. So, yes, to herself. <laughs> yeah. But uh, maybe, you know, let's look at it in a hopeful way. Yeah, and then I remember songs like, you know, she's uh, or like, yeah. you know, it's like, hey, get up one second because I want to say something to <laughs> right. you, you know? And then there's Kyokkejo. Uh, Kyokkejo. Yeah, until you get to date and Chongwon. Yes. Bad girlfriend all Bad around. Girlfriend. Yeah. All right. But we get to date in Cheon, so maybe I she guess. reformed. Yeah. <laughs> She's our last song for the day. Thank you so much, Liz. Oh, it's my pleasure. It's our last song talking about firsts. Isora'e Tom Nakin Kudero as the first impression. Thanks for tuning in. See you tomorrow.